Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champion, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Welcome, guys. Fourth Down Experience Podcast. I'm Brian Jackson. Christopher Hughesby is on. Chris, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Very excited to have this guy on the uh, podcast here. Longtime friend. And uh, I'm doing good. And how are you? I'm good, man. Uh, this is an exciting one because he was legitimately our first interview. Mark Lewis, welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing very well. Good to be on. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I know you sound a little down right now because uh, just finished the your fourteenth arena season, and obviously, um, kind of just get this one out of the bag. You know, you made it all the way to the championship game in the arena football season, and um, it sucks to be on this end of the stick. I've been on on this side as well, and uh, you're in the championship game, and Baltimore Brigade just just came up a couple touchdowns short of of winning the ship. Yeah, um, you know, obviously there, there's uh, no way around it. It does suck, uh, especially going back-to-back seasons. Uh, I, I was there last year with Tampa, and we fell short against Philly. So uh, hopefully the third time will be the charm. But, uh, you know, I, we had a great season. We had a great team. Um, I, I loved every minute of it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I had fun doing it, and um, I look forward to next year. What did you learn from being with this new program? What was it like? Uh, man, it was interesting. You know, I had uh, a lot of great coaches, a lot of great teammates, uh, some teammates that I, I played with from uh, from before and throughout my years in the arena football. But I, I just really enjoyed the camaraderie, uh, the brotherhood that we formed. Um, and it, it was it was a really enjoyment going to practice and, and hanging out with these guys and uh, just learning more about their personal lives and learning more about them on uh, – kind of like a family level. Yeah, you know, and guys that are listening, um, this is Mark Lewis, a 15-year pro in the Arena League. He's been kicking on nine-foot posts for 15 years, and uh, he just finished his 15th season with the Baltimore Brigade of the Arena Football League. And, you know, he's been around the league for a long time, a guy that I looked up to when when I was playing Arena 2 and a little bit of Arena 1. Um, and, again, he, he racks up uh, the Kicker of the Year Award um, obviously it's, it's tough talking about your personal accolades, even though you didn't win the ship, but I mean, still from just the kicker's perspective and the fourth down experience side, Mark, I mean, how do you feel about earning that award again? Uh, man, it, it's a, it's a great feeling to be, uh, to be recognized for your performance on the field. And, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. The last time I got this award was 11 years ago, back in 07, but, uh, you know, time flies when you're having fun and, you know, I, I'm enjoying the process that I'm going through and, uh, you know, I'm still chasing that, that championship and, uh, you know, chasing that perfect season. So, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting back at it and, uh, seeing what we can do next year. Is everybody so... Tell us a little bit more about the game. You know, we Brian and I at the time tried to follow it and find it on online, but but we had to follow it. I think through the Twitter updates. Um, tell the listeners what the game was like. I mean, what I find incredible about arena football is you can score 50, 60 points 
no sweat. You know, so what's what was it like for you guys as you going through the game? Uh, yeah, it, it was it was tough. You know, we come out and uh, we weren't firing on all cylinders. Uh, we made a few mistakes and uh, they capitalized on them. And uh, you know, we fought back and tried to get back into it. Uh, but they uh, they had a good game plan. They ex- executed things. Um, took advantage of uh, our turnovers, obviously. And um, and my, my hat goes off to them. They're they're a great organization. They're well coached. They had good players, um, and they got hot at the right time. Uh, that's you know obviously it's eb- it ebbs and flows you know and obviously you want to always be winning or hot at the end of this at the end of the uh, the game obviously um, in, in arena football you know obviously everybody tries to, is trying to make it to the next level you think you guys will be able to return most of your players for the, for another season another run uh, I hope so we had uh, Jordan McRae one of our offensive linemen had a had a workout with uh, with Cleveland and I think he has a couple more workouts coming up we had a few other guys. Get, uh, get their shot. You know, with the amount of years you've put in and the Arena League's kicking on nine-foot posts and it seems like field goals are becoming more of a value and punting rather than kickoffs in the NFL with the rule changes, do you think there will be an opportunity in the next year or two of, of you getting a workout or getting into camp with the NFL? Man, that, that would be great if that did happen. But, um, you know, I, I know I'm getting up there in age and things like that. And I know they, they're going after the younger guys, but, uh, you know, that would be great to even to get to a camp. That, that would be a, a lifelong dream of mine. Um, but that's something that I'm still pursuing, and hopefully uh, someone might give me a call. That's nice. So, you know, Mark, you talk about being in the league for a long time, maybe getting up there in age. What are you doing now as your in-season routine for maintaining your body health-wise and or, like, kicking routine, like, what are you doing now to maintain everything versus maybe what you did when you first got into the league? Uh, you know, I, I, I worked on um, quality, not quantity, on my reps. Um, just working on maintaining, you know, that form uh, and, and making sure my body's healthy to, uh, to perform. And, and, you know, I, I do a lot of visualizations, things like that. I, I do a lot of one steps for my uh, for my warm ups, minimize ball probably like 10 to 12 balls a day uh just you know try to simulate the game you know you're out there kicking six seven extra points and a couple uh in the same amount of kickoffs so i try to mimic that at practice where you don't get to hit that practice ball type of thing where you're just going out there and hitting the ball and it is what it is so i, I try to simulate that in practice as much as i can hey mark for folks that are still trying to understand arena football or don't know much about it you know, when you look at the field, it's a 50-yard field. They're eight-yard end zones. So where you're kicking at is the goal line, and it's roughly 58 yards to the wall. But you have all of that netting and all the posts. I've, I've been asked a lot by young kickers, like, how far do you have to kick it uh, to even get it to the net or the middle part of the net? And also talk about the kickoff approach because the end zones are small too. Yeah, so for, first getting uh, into that, you know, you started out with your outdoor steps and all of a sudden you're in the end zone and you can't do your 10 and six or whatever you had. So you, you kind of have to adapt and come with a shorter approach. So that's something that you kind of got to find on your own because, you know, everybody's a little different. But um, ha- having that um, uh, to the bottom of the net, I want to say is about 65 yards maybe mm-hmm. to hit middle up. You're talking about maybe. 70 yards so you, you want to kind of stay accurate you, you but in the arena game it's all about the hang time 
getting those guys downfield uh, instead of hitting a line drive where it's hitting that net and those guys are bringing it down the field. So, you know, mainly trying to hit the center slack net is, is good, but if you can hit the iron close to the iron, it, it creates a ricochet tough to handle tough for that guy to return that ball. So it gives your, your, your team enough time to get down there. So just being accurate and probably anywhere from 60 to 65 yards, I would say. Yeah, and for those of you listening here on 4D Nation, uh, Mark Lewis kicking is, is Mark's Instagram. And I saw a recent post a few weeks ago, Mark. Um, I think you referenced the term bar ball. I think, was it six? Like, was your record? Uh, five. Five okay, bar five. balls in, in one game. Uh, we only recovered, I think, two of them. But uh, just, just pinning those guys back and creating that field for them to, to march down is crucial, and it kind of helps your defense out. Yeah, so for all you guys listening, basically uh, when you're looking at the nets in the arena field, there there are uprights at nine-foot areas. There's There are bottom bars that's holding the netting. There's top bars and side bars, and, and Marco was able to uh, make contact with the bar um, five times on kickoffs, which creates havoc and stress and also gives your team an opportunity to recover the ball, which, which you all did twice. So, um one more question before I give Chris a couple questions here is uh, there was a really special play that uh, popped up on my Twitter feed and I was like, dang, um, Mark's freaking on ESPN, dude. Like, <laughs> like, was this like your favorite moment of the season or what, what was your favorite? Talk about that particular play. Mark. Yeah, that, that, that was definitely one of my uh, favorite moments uh, of this past season. Uh, I was able to do the back heel kick where uh, it made sports centers top 10. And it, it was good because I, you know, I had that in the bank, in the bag, I'd say, for for quite some time, and to be able to pull that off was uh, was pretty cool. And then I had the game winning field goal in that game, so that made it even more memorable. Uh, another memory that I had of the season was uh, finally being able to beat Philly in a playoff game. So that that was crossed off the list. So I, I was happy to do that. So guys, if you want to see that video of, of Mark being on Sports Center Top Ten, just go to Twitter and it's Kicker Mark Lewis, and also his Instagram is Mark Lewis Kicking. All right, Chris, my bad. You're up next. Hey, that's all right. I love hearing the industry talk, and you guys were were big players in the game. Um, one thing I like to talk to kickers about, and I'm fielding these questions a lot because it's at least in Minnesota. This is the last week before fall camp starts. So I'm starting to talk to them about in-season routine, but also spending time at the end of practice working on specialty kicks. You know, specialty kicks are a little bit more part of the game in, in arena ball. How much time did you practice specialty kickoff um, at each practice? Uh, we we emphasize that quite a bit at our practice just because uh, I am such a weapon at that phase. Uh, so we, we do it quite a bit. You know, I have a, quite a, a variety of kicks to do, but, uh, you know, I scout each team. Uh, I come up with a few that I like, and then I hand that over to the coaches and they can kind of pick and choose as they please. But, um, you know, it's, it's something that I, I would, I would do if I was a kicker, you know, cause you kind of reach that stage where everybody can kick a ball, you know, 60 yards and everybody has a, you know, four second hang time and, and whatever, but it, it's something that can separate yourself from the herd and, uh, being able to get that ball back for your team is, is a pretty cool feeling. And, 
you know, it, it, you're, you're kind of a weapon, you know, you, you're, you're setting that tone on defense, you know, pinning them back or, or whether you're creating turnovers, helping your offense get extra possessions and helping you guys win. So it, it's pretty cool being able to contribute. Yeah. And I, and I will say here that, um, that onside kick you guys were talking about where you healed it. Um, I actually had a, a local trainer in this area. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. He messaged me on Instagram and he was like, Hey, check this out. And I was like, dude, Mark's a friend of mine. The little spin, yeah, yeah, oh, I yeah. should have known that. But that was awesome. Just like that, it, it goes around, and then people end up contacting you because it's a good kick, and that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Um, I, I met a client. I, I forget his name now, but uh, you know, first meeting him, introducing himself to me, and the first thing he says, "Hey, I saw this kick that this guy did on the <laughs> internet," and Bob, I was like, "Hey, that was me, man." <laughs> so it's it's funny to to actually you know see see somebody that recognized you for doing a, a trick shot or, or whatever yeah, on that, uh, social media that was when you split the uprights and it went on split like, it yeah bleacher report and yep. espn and all that yep. so mark right now you're um obviously the season's over and you're back in orlando and in central florida uh like so for for everyone out there that you know is following the pro leagues that are wanting to aspire to play at that level um for you like once you your 16 week 17 week season ends uh, what do you do the following one to four weeks, you know, just as a professional kicker that's been doing this for a long time? Um, it all depends on how I feel, you know, if, if I feel good, um, you know, I'll probably take a week or two weeks off just for a little R and R and, um, you know, mainly I, I get back into it, um, following that i just work on flexibility a little bit of weight training um a little bit of running a little bit of sprinting and then i start adding my kicking routine following that um but mainly just just work on your your, your flexibility your stretching um even your eating habits you know it's just starting that that whole process um the earlier the better in my mind but based on how you feel mark what, nice. would, you, what would you tell like ifl nal AAL, like what would you tell those kickers? Because, you know, here here in a few years, even though you're kicking so damn good and you're kicking the ball far, high, and accurate, I mean, you could be doing this for another five years, but, you know, or even longer, whatever. But these young guys that are 24, 25, and they're in the IFL and these smaller tiered leagues, like, you know, they're just itching to get their chance, whether there's four teams, two teams, or 40 teams in the AFL. I think that's yeah. still that, just that idea of getting to play in that league, like, what would you tell the Ali Mortadas and the Brad Hatfields of the world that are that are grinding and they're trying to get there? Uh, just, just to keep it up, man. You know, I, I know who you guys are talking about. And, you know, if I'm seeing it, I know other other guys are seeing it, other coaches are seeing it. And just to be ready to go, you know, when that, that phone call is made to you. Um, you know, because guys get hurt, things happen. And if you're in the right spot, right time, and, and you're performing, then – you know, you can get that shot. So just to keep on doing what those guys are doing um, and just to, to stay the course, you know, and, and to never quit and to, to keep on pursuing it. Uh, well, Brian, you took that, that, that question right out of my mouth. So I'm going to spin off that. And first of all, I'll just say to our listeners, guys, if you want to hear a little bit more about Mark's kind of life story, how he got into it, just go back and sub- subscribe and listen to the first episode we ever did and hear about his story and how he got into it and his journey so far. But my question here now is, you've been in the league for a while. This is plays off a little bit of Brian's question, but if you were an aspiring kicker, what are some good good tips on just trying to break into the league? You know, like, like would you make YouTube videos? You know, do you, yeah, I, I, you I would talk to guys like you and Brian to get, get a foot in the door? Like, what would you recommend? 
Yeah, I, I would do it all. I would make YouTube videos. I would send my stuff to coaches, um, you know, player ops guys, whoever I can get a hold of just to, to look at my tape or, or make a recommendation to the coach for a workout or, or something like that. But, um, you know, just, just, just to keep going is the main thing. Just to keep, keep grinding, um, uh, you know, with this new era of, of social media, you know, you have everybody on Twitter, everybody's on, on the social media platform. So everybody has a handle. It's just getting creative and coming up with a way to try to get a hold of them, to give you two seconds of your time to look at your tape or, or whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just to spin off Mark's answer, I'm more of kind of on the receiving end here, just, uh, they're all on Facebook. I mean, almost every arena football coach is on Facebook, and the way I look at it is, is on Messenger, they you're able to see if they read your message or not. So, um, I mean, there's a guy the other day for like the Carolina Cobras that I sent on Daniel, trying to help him get in there, and and uh-huh. he, he read the message. You know, he didn't respond back, but he read it. So then, right, yeah. you know, I sent a screenshot and said, "Hey, Daniel, look, he read it." So you need to add him on Facebook, send him a message, you know, send him some of our film. And, and then if that doesn't work, follow that same kind of philosophy with other coaches around all the league. Yeah. Main thing is, is just try to get on their radar. And once they're on their radar, you know, it's um guy goes down, guy gets hurt or, you know, doesn't perform and you're on his radar, then, you know, you could possibly be that next guy up, but just, just to stay on it, stay, stay hounding those guys, stay emailing them, stay messaging them, you know, just, you know, don't take no for an answer type of bit, but just to keep on grinding. Nice. Well, I always like to get reflective, Mark. So as you look back at 15 years of playing at the pro level in arena ball, what are a few things you're most proud of either personally or, you know, things that you've accomplished with teams you've been on? What are are some things that stand out off the top of your head? Uh, just, you know, just climbing my way up the, the, the points leader, you know, just working my way up that ladder. Uh, you know, I've, I've got the record for most uh, PATs um, attempted or, or made, I should say, in arena football. So I, I think that's pretty cool. And, um, you know, just just changing the game, you know, with those onside kicks. You know, I, I remember uh, when I first started, I, I faced a three-man front. And now I face a seven-man front. So just being able to, to change the game and kind of help it evolve and and things like that. Yeah, you know, we all see the high hopper, and and Mark's a pretty humbled guy. He's very modest. Uh, he was really the guy that created that 15 years ago when when no one was doing it in the AFL. And next thing you know, Mark's high hopping it over three guys, and they're getting extra possessions. and. Uh, so, so all you kickers out there, including myself, we can thank Mark for that. <laughs> nice. Well, Mark, uh, we didn't have this question back on episode one. I'd be interested to get your take, but it's always the fun question we ask in every uh, episode interview. Uh, so my twist is here. Over your career, tell us your three or four favorite Arena Bowl stadiums you've ever played in. Great question. Oh, man. Uh, number one had to be the, uh, the arena and why, uh, I had to do the, the Orlando arena, um, the new one and the old one. I got to play in the old one and I got to, uh, play my home games in the new one, um, with them. But I really enjoyed that just because it's my hometown. I, I grew up, um, going to those games, mm-hmm. um, 
really enjoyed it and to actually play on that field and, and to be a part of that organization was, was pretty cool it was electric man yeah I mean, they had a great fan base and um just really enjoyed the, the crowd uh the fans were awesome you know just rocking the house and uh, just really enjoyed it nice how about number two then what was, what's another stadium you played in that you you've enjoyed uh, I, I enjoyed playing in Columbus. Uh, they had a real nice stadium up in Columbus, Ohio, where the Blue Jack, Columbus Blue Jackets played. Uh, we had a pretty good crowd up there, um, but it, it was electric too. There, there was a lot of um, a lot of fans. You know, uh, another stadium that I enjoyed was uh, the Spokane. I know Brian played there. Yeah. It, it was a sm- smaller arena, but it was um, it was loud and. Yeah. Those the, the crowds were were kind of hectic too, so I, I really enjoyed kind of going to to that that type of environment. Mark, did you ever get to play um, at the New York Dragons? I did, I did. Um, I, I don't know the name of the arena, but I know the the New York Rangers played there out in Staten Island, I think. So when I got but, to uh, when I got to like do my first ever workout um, there, we had to like put the t- the ball on the way on the right side of the end zone. Oh, the Jumbotron? Yeah, that Jumbotron. So, like, you know, for a lot of these kickers that are in the IFL or NAL that's trying to get two-pointers or or what have you, like, what would you recommend to those guys that are that have those difficult um, objects in the area that you're trying to maneuver around? Yeah, obviously you, you want to know the shape of your shot and, and kind of how it, how it hooks or how it plays out and just go ahead and, and slide over and kind of use that to your advantage to try to hook it around it or, you know, just play one side of the net or the other, or, you know, just try to get creative with that. Great. Nice. Mark, I want to dumb it down one more level for people who maybe haven't ever watched arena or heard about it. Really. Tell us about the type of arena building setups that you play in. Like what, what, what are the types of uh, buildings and stuff like that, that arena does play in? Yeah, we, we play in uh, a lot of hockey stadiums, basketball arenas, uh, things like that. It, it's basically indoor soccer, hockey mixed with football. You know, we have the walls going around the side, the nets going up, and just it's just a, a lot of fun, a lot of action. Guys get hit and hit, flipped over the wall. You know, come up with the ball. I mean, it's just amazing, amazing thing happen uh, in arena football, and it's it's a great game, and I, I love playing it. But Mark. So you've been playing for 15 years. Typical question that most veteran players get. How many more years do you think you got left in you? Oh, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, to be honest with you. You know, I, I feel good and I feel great. So, um, you know, it's it's all on, uh, all on the wifey, I guess. You know, she's allowing me to play. But, no, you know, I, I think I got three to five years, you know. I, I think I, I want to start pursuing the coaching side of that uh, in the later half of my my career, you know, I want to get into coaching or, you know, coaching at the high school, college level, or even professional level. And you're able to, you mix it in with a little bit of high school coaching, right? Didn't you, don't you coach at a local high school in your area? Yeah, I, I coach at Oviedo High School. I help them out uh, special teams wise. Great. Nice. Well, Mark, I mean, it's been a pleasure having you on as normal. I mean, you're one of our cool. good friends and, and fellow kicking coaches. We just want to make sure that everyone knows out there that's listening. Um, if you're in the Central Florida area, or if you just want to fly down to Orlando, link up with Mark Lewis. He's one of our um, fellow kicking coaches in the National Kicking Rankings Network. 
he does a fantastic job. I love his philosophy. Um, I'm a real detailed guy. Uh, Mark can get detailed, but when we coach together, what's really nice is he's able to scale it back and keep it a little more simple for guys after hearing a ton of information from me. So um, I think you guys could learn a lot from Mark. Uh, he's been doing it for a long time, and he's the all-time leading uh, point record leader on nine-foot posts for 15 years. So if you want to learn something about field goals and kickoffs, this is the guy to go to in, in Orlando. Just hit him up on Mark Lewis Kicking on Instagram. Hey, I appreciate that, Brian and Chris. Awesome, Mark. Well, thanks for being on the podcast again, and uh, we'll look forward to checking in with you sometime down the road again. You got it. Always enjoy it. Well, Mark does it again. He's our first podcast and now uh, our first uh, repeat podcast guy. He did a great job. What do you think, Chris? I really enjoyed it. And I know I say that on every single interview, <laughs> but um, what made this one fun, obviously he's a, he's a friend of ours, um, but I followed his, his arena career a little bit more this season mm-hmm. just because of it and getting to know him more over the last few years. So it was fun to see it and then finally kind of get his firsthand experience on it too. So really enjoyed it. And uh, so obviously for any of you guys that want to hear more of Mark's story, just just uh, almost rewind back to episode one of our podcast and you can hear his, almost his full life story. Yeah, and a lot of you guys that are high school age guys, um, you'll probably get to see Mark at some of our camps. Uh, we're going to be doing some camps down in Florida and, and we'll even be bringing Mark up to a couple camps in the southern states. And there's a good chance, depending on his schedule next year, we'll get him at the showcase. So, uh, you know, listening to him, it's pretty sweet. And then next thing you know, uh, you get to uh, hear him and give him advice in person at a camp. Yep, I agree. So, all right, everybody. Thanks again for listening. And and remember to subscribe. And if you can, share this interview on your social media handles. We always spread the love and that's why we do the podcast is we want to give you some some things to learn from so share it with your friends and thanks again for your support yep thank you all have a great day peace thank you for listening to the fourth down experience be sure to subscribe on itunes follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at fourth down experience